What's up, guys? Welcome back to an amazing episode of the Sales Funnel Junkie. And today we have an amazing guest. He's the author and creator of the Six Figure Business Formula. He's a professional copywriter. He's an expert in webinar funnels. This man is the man of online marketing. His name is Mark Hubberstock. What's up, man? Hey, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. So we happy to be on. Awesome. Like before we dive into all the six figure business formulas and the principles and strategies, tell the audience more about yourself, what you do and what you stand for. So, um, yeah, like you were saying before, um, I, uh, I started off in the finance industry, um, and, and just kind of studied digital marketing and practice digital marketing on the side. And, uh, for years and years. And then eventually I was able to, after offering, you know, putting my services out there as an offer, just, just on the side in case I can help anybody out. Um, it kind of took off and, uh, and within a few months I was able to leave my, my high paying job. And then a few months later I was able to bring my fiance home. And so we were, uh, we were able to kind of create a more of a life of freedom for us. I work more hours now than I ever did, but I love what I do. I love what I do. So, you know, when I, if I have, you know, the option to go do my work or something else, a lot of times I'll choose my work because I enjoy it. And I think that's important in life, right? It was something that, uh, that, that I was missing for a while, right? Uh, um, yeah. I kind of followed the path. What everybody else said success was, everybody would have looked at me a few years ago and said, now that's successful, but I didn't feel it. So, you know, so I found, yeah, like I said, now, uh, um, now I'm just kind of making making my way through uh, through the digital marketing world, and uh, and um, I've been able to help a number of different people, all the way from people that are an entrepreneurs just starting out, all the way to you know people with six and seven figure businesses. So so there's been a broad range, but essentially um, my whole kind of philosophy is is um, building marketing based on the customer journey, based on the entire customer journey instead of one part of it. And so that's, uh, that's really what I focus on. And that's, uh, I guess what would make what I do a little bit unique. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just focus on one portion, right? Whereas mine is, is the complete. Awesome. So, I love, I love that, man. Yeah. So you, you often said that, um, people focus on the wrong things, right? In entrepreneurship. So what are the, those wrong things that people focus on? Because I'm, I'm curious about that. So some of the things that they focus on, it's not always that it's, that it's a wrong thing to focus on but it's at the wrong time or they don't have the right, the right foundation belt. Right. So a number, so a lot of, a lot of the clients that I've had that have come to me to, to, you know, um, help build funnels or webinars or whatever it might be. A lot of them have come to me and, and I've, I've taken a look at their entire marketing and I've said, okay, so we can build this and it'll be successful. But I mean, there's no foundation to build it upon. Like, like they'll have, there's, they're, they don't do anything in terms of content. There's no value that they put out there. They'll just run, you know, uh, like the most common one is people who want to run traffic to a high ticket offer and they don't have, they don't have anything. They don't have any kind of presence online. Um, if someone, if someone were to look them up, there's absolutely nothing. no info on them at all. There, there's nothing. And so, um, and, and you don't need case studies and testimonials necessarily, but you need, if you don't have that, um, then you need to put out content. And that's something I've discovered is that, um, now I, I do have those, but I've, 
I've found that I don't need to lead with those to get, to get more business and to get clients. Um, I found that I can lead with publishing content that provides value to people. And I find that that, uh, that works better for me anyways, than leading with, Hey, hire me, uh, look at what I've done in the past and look at all my testimonials. Right. And so I think that, that what happens is, um, a lot of people kind of in a similar space, coaches or gurus or anybody like that, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll, they'll start with the typical funnel that runs, you know, you're going to run traffic to a high paying offer. And, and then when it doesn't, when it doesn't work, they just look at, you know, I don't understand ads or maybe it's the funnel. And a lot of times, you know, like, like, you know, people need to know, like, and trust you online. And a lot of times they just don't have the different elements online to do that. Right. So um, when people hire me for a webinar or for, for a funnel and stuff like that, um, when I'm just asking basic questions about their customer, you know, what's their desired end result, stuff like that, that can help me with the copywriting. A lot of times they have no idea. It's like, they've never sat down and built a customer avatar before. And so that's where I find a lot of people are focusing, not so much that what they're focusing on is wrong and you shouldn't do it. It's just at the wrong time. Right. So I think this ties very good at the next question then is because in your six figure formula, you like, there's nine steps, right? Yeah. First of all, explain to the audience what those nine steps are. Yeah. So, and give them more context. Yeah. Yeah. So the six figure business formula, it's really kind of a pro you're, it's not, it's, I mean, essentially it's a framework that I use. Okay. Um, everything, a lot of what you see out there is going to be um, like online and stuff like that. A lot of stuff that you see out there is based around how to do things quickly. So it's, because because it sells right like a you know a nine step formula isn't isn't the best for sales and marketing right yeah. <laughs> um so people you know the, the three secrets or you know the five you know the five steps that's a lot of times what you'll see and what i found is that um when i'm kind of chalking it up to that uh to build a business to six figures online um it's a little more complicated and It, it should be right. Like you're building a real, um, a real business online. That's, uh, that's going to be around for a long time. And so, so that's why I created it is it's basically a roadmap to, to walk you through everything you need to build and grow a successful business online. Right. And again, it's, it's based around the customer journey. So, um, it helps to make sure that by following it, you have the right pieces in order at the right times. Yeah. Right. And, and so that's, that's essentially uh, the basis for the six figure business formula. It's something that you can look at from 10,000 feet and understand, okay, I have this, this, and this piece, but I'm missing this. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was the easiest way. Like I said, nine steps isn't, isn't the most marketing friendly, but it, it's, um, there, there, there are a number of different steps that, that you need to take to, to build a successful business. Yeah. And, um, also, Like there's something that was kind of confusing and at the same time exciting to me was when I went to your content, it was like, you, you were telling that most people are wanting their customers to go on their own journey instead yeah. of taking the customer to their journey. Can you explain more? Yeah. About that? yeah um, so that came what, when I is what, what I noticed with, with a lot of people that I work with is they would say, Um, people would come to me and say, well, this is, so this is the funnel that I want. And then I would say, okay, why, like why that flow, why that funnel? They said, well, 
so-and-so said it'll work. And I was like, okay, that's great. Um, is your audience awareness the same level? Is the traffic temperature the same level? You know, is the, is the business the same? If everything's the exact same, then sure. But a lot of times it would be a business that's not even related and they'd say, well, this one will work for this guy or this is, this is the kind of the path I want them to take and what I want them to do. Yeah. And my belief is that's the wrong way to go about it. I think you need to, um, again, establish where somebody is now, their before status, establish where they want to be, their after status, and then essentially draw a line between the two and and mark out all the all the milestones, all the steps that they need to take to get from where they are now to where to where they want to be, right? And um, and then build your funnel based on that. So you want to build the funnel based on not what you want, but what your customer needs to get them from you know from where they are now to where they want to be, right? And and again, it's it's really keeping it keeping the customer's own journey in mind. Um, and sometimes the, the best journey for the customer isn't always exactly what we would want. Yeah. But that, if that's what it takes and that's what the customers need, then that's going to be what's best, right? And I was, are, you th- are you talking more about like the whole entire funnel, like one flow of income or like just the um, value ladder of your company? So both. So all, all, all together, your business needs, your whole company needs to have kind of a, a value, a, you know, a customer journey, right? Um, and then a lot of times when you build a funnel, a funnel is typically not going to cover your entire customer journey a lot of times, right? Um, it, it's more an entry point or it's going to have a section of it with um, either a piece or multiple pieces of your value ladder um, that it's focused on, right? But even within that, so even within a funnel, if, if you're just, let's say you're only selling like two steps, two or three steps of your value ladder, and let's say you have five or six steps, still there's going to be where they are now and where they want to be after they consume your lead magnet, after they consume your tripwire or your webinar, after everything that you offer them, there's going to be an end status. So it might not be, you know, the larger goal that they have in mind that's going to take longer to get there, but any piece that they're going to consume of yours there's an app, like even if it's just a lead magnet, well, there's an after status that they want from that lead magnet, right? So again, the messaging and, and the flow needs to be what's going to take them from where they are now to, to making the decision to purchase uh, the offer that you're promoting, right? And how can, just to throw on some principles or, like, or strategies, right? In, yeah. How can, let's say, me as a beginner of... Yeah starting my own company or like starting my own online business how can i even though i don't have the, all the data yet from a customer how can i start looking at that and start implementing that so a lot of that i mean if you don't have have any of the data yet then it's it's going to be you know a little bit of testing right but like i said a lot of times just sitting down and putting yourself in the customer's shoes and literally drawing out on a piece of paper put on one end the uh you know the uh the before status and on the other end the after status and then just put all the ticks in the middle that, you know, it's a, it's a famous thing that Frank Kern does all the time, right? That he taught, you draw a circle, two circles and draw a line and just put the ticks in the middle of what, what they need to have and then put yourself in their shoes and what's the best way to deliver that, right? Yeah. To make sure that they, that they go through in a, in a progressive series. And a lot of times what you'll find um, when I've had people do that is they said, okay, so I had everything set up properly, but I was missing one crucial piece. Right. And so that's really important. It's going to be different for every business. And that's, that's 
kind of what I focus on is there's not one model that you can implement that'll work for every single business. Everything needs to be tailored for your unique business. And so that's stuff that that you have to do research and find out. Um, like I said, one of the best ways to do it is just to ask, right? Yeah. Like it's, it, goes, it goes to Ryan Levesque message, right? You, you know, just simply asking people, right? Thank you. Um, sorry, oh yeah, well, I was just going to finish with, um, the beautiful thing is a lot of people, if they're coming to you, most of the time, they've searched for a solution to their problem before. Yeah. And if they're coming to you, likely it's because they haven't found it yet. So by by starting out, by actually talking to people, um, by talking to your audience and, and stuff like that, then you can start to get that information and you can, you can start to find out, okay, why is it that what you tried before doesn't work? Yeah. And, and maybe what they were taught or, you know, whichever was, was perfect, but it was missing one piece or the order kind of, they got lost in everything. Right. So that's, that's important is to find out why, they're coming to you in the first place as opposed to what they've tried in the, in the past and, and what their failures have been. Right. Yeah. And that'll help guide you. But again, there's no kind of one glove fits all thing because it's, it's all, and that's what my kind of six figure business formula is wrapped around is the fact that it's just a framework that you can follow to make sure you have the pieces in place, but it doesn't say this is the funnel because it's just going to help you guide you to the right funnel that you need right and the right follow-up sequences and stuff yeah awesome because like this gave me chills and everything because i was if you're looking at it like in a macro and micro like micro and uh micro and like micro i know what you're saying but i don't yeah you know um yeah like a tactic and a strategic side of things yeah that was that was literally what I was doing. Like I was seeking for like the tactic. Okay, how can I sell this one? Like which um, sales closing tactic can I use instead of looking? Okay, this is my strategic thing. This is my framework. Yeah. Out and because, like you said, every business, every person, every personality has yeah. their flow and different tactics. But the strategy, the yeah. framework, stay the same. But you got to find your own tactics and what combination works for you and your business exactly yeah and that's like like one of the best examples is i had um i had someone come to me that was um, they're basically a loan broker they oh, they so they so they find businesses that they need um they need money and uh and and they 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 find them the right loan and um they were stuck on what they had been taught which is building their business around like telling a story and and stuff like that, not case studies, but about their own story. And and they were trying to hammer that through and they couldn't get there. And I said, well, so that, and telling, growing a business and selling by telling stories is super powerful. It is, it is. If it works for your business, right. And you can make it work for any business, but especially for me coming from the business and the finance world, like I know that there's certain services and certain offers that you can make that people don't want a movement or following. It's just a, you know, like a lot of people, like, especially when you're talking to established business owners that run, you know, like CEOs and stuff like that of, of higher level businesses, when that's your targeted demographic, you need to take a lot of the fluff away. Um, they, they want to know the common, the common thing that I would hear when I was in the finance world was, um, spare the labor and deliver me the baby, right? Yeah. These people are busy. They don't have much time. 
when you get your foot in the door and you get in front of them, when you have their attention, you need to make the most of it right then and there. So you have to get right to it to, you know, um, letting them know you understand their problem. You understand what the solution is and showing them that you have that. And um, whereas with a lot of other uh, offers, you do need that emotional piece in there, right? You do need the story to help them to create those belief patterns and help them see. So that's, uh, that's a kind of a good example of, of how I think that, you know, not one strategy will fit all. And I find some people are, are working with a strategy that's, that's brilliant. They'll, they'll say, have you heard of this and this guy or this strategy? And I've said, yeah, it's amazing. But it's terrible for your business. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, awesome. and that's why, like I said, I think by looking by, before you choose what strategy or anything to you want to use, um, understanding your customer yeah. where they are, whether they want to be in that value journey is, is once you understand that you'll be able to go out and say, yeah, so this will work for me or this one is better. Right. And that's, uh, yeah, that's really the key. I think. Awesome, man. I, I, I wish I liked the, the bottom of Bradley, like the, the dropping bombs, man, because <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so let's move on. on. Um, I know you're a webinar expert and right now I've seen a lot of people basically selling automated webinars. So the yeah. first question to me is like, do you think the webinar space is oversaturated? That's my first question. It's oversaturated with the same thing. Okay. But there's a huge, there's still a huge opportunity for webinars. In general, it's not oversaturated. It's just oversaturated with the exact same stuff. Yeah. Right? Um, a lot of people realize that, um, like, for example, and I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I'm just going to use, like, with a, with a perfect webinar. So I'm not saying Russell Brunson's perfect webinar. I'm just yeah. saying like, if yeah. you have a perfect webinar structure, okay, you, you find the right, like the winning, the, the best structure in the world for it. And everybody says they have one. Yeah. Um, if, if that is the structure um, three years ago, then today likely you can follow it, but there's going to be changes that need to be had. Right. So for example, if you're in the, make money online space or the digital marketing space. Um, I found that not spending 20 to 40 minutes talking about yourself and your own story is, is um, it used to work. Now it doesn't. Now, if, if it's essential to telling that story, break that story up, give them a piece at the beginning, give them a piece a little later on and, and apply it to the content you're teaching them. Yeah. And then later on, apply it to that content. So smaller stories, but, Again, people want, um, people are nervous about that. Like it's, that's the biggest thing that I hear about in, in that niche and the make money online and niche like that is people say, well, I'm just worried that I'm going to get on this webinar and, and, uh, I'm going to spend the first half an hour and there's going to be absolutely no value delivered. Yeah. Isn't that basically tell the backstory like 30 minutes and then yeah. you know the, the, the next 30 minutes will be all about the lesson. And then the next 30 minutes all about the close. Exactly. And so that's why what I do is, is I, I really studied um, um, Russell Brunson's webinar to start with in his structure and, and nailed that down. Um, and I understand it at a high level. But then what I did was I would, people talk about hacking funnels. I would hack webinars. Oh, nice. So I'd find really successful webinars and I'd hack those and I'd find, but not just the, the mistake is a lot of people will hack webinars following the same structure. I would look at ones like I would look at Jason Flatland's structure and okay, what works good with Jason Flatland's um, genius webinar structure. Then I'd look at Frank Kearns. Uh, he's been, 
crazy successful with his webinars. His most successful webinar was over $20 million. So it's, it's, you know, there's, there's, there's other genius out there. And by looking at all of them and saying, okay, yeah, I like how this is done. I like how this is done. For example, on certain webinars, and again, it depends industry specific. I've noticed higher conversion rates simply by changing when you offer the price. So again, when, what a lot of people do is they don't talk to their audience. They talk at them. I think it's important to get feedback. So if people aren't buying on your webinar, um, instead of just an email sequence, just reach out in the most personal way you can reach out and say, hey, uh, this isn't like a sales or anything like that. I'm not going to try to sell you. Just wanted to know um, why you didn't buy. Maybe it just wasn't right time or, or whichever. And, uh, and if there's anything you think that I can change or that I can do better. And people will give you that feedback. And a lot of times when we were looking at that, people were saying, um, well, I, I like, it, it's just too much money. And you'd say, well, it was like four nine, $497. And they'd say, oh, yeah. Well, you went on for, you know, a half an hour and you, you were building up the value in the stack and you were like, like you were at like $25,000. So like, yeah. I, yeah. I was like, oh, well, this is, this is a ton of value. So you did your job. You sold them on how much value everything you're giving them is worth. But because they saw that, they didn't think it'd be, they're like, oh, okay, this is way out of my, like, even if they, even 10% of that is going to be way too much for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to log off. So I found that sometimes you working with Jason Flatelin's structure, which is reveal the price. So reveal the, the, the offer and the featured advantages, benefits, the testimonials, right? The proof, yeah. um, giving them the price. And then he has a unique way of justifying the price. Um, so giving them the price, justifying that, and then offering the bonuses. So now, because what a lot of people do is they're scared to do that. They say, well, if I give someone the price, I want them to think it's really worth it. Yeah. You, you should, if you're selling correctly and, and you're, you're, you're doing it right, you should be able to give somebody the price of your program or your offer, whichever you're, you're pitching. And you shouldn't be concerned about their perceived value. Their, the perceived value of that alone should be more than the price. Yeah. It should already look like a no-brainer. And then the bonuses are exactly that. They're just a bonus. Exactly. So then that when you, if you can reveal that and have them in the mindset of, wow, that's actually a really good deal. And then you say, and you're going to get this, which is also worth this. And you're going to get this. And you start building. Then as they're sitting there, they're like, oh, wow, this is just getting better and better and better. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, and again, so it, so it really depends on the offer. But I found with a lot of people that have the lower ticket offers that that works a lot better right yeah. and just to, like just to add onto that amazing yeah. talk um one of it isn't a webinar it's like more a seminar online seminar like from grant cardone and one yeah. thing I love about him is like he doesn't do like the free thing like okay yeah. on like yeah. webinar he just okay this is 49.95 yeah. but i think that's a great way to one qualify your buyers and yeah. your, like your leads because exactly. they're paying to play the game. And then yeah. when he, before he even starts pitching, he throws the offer. Like, okay, you know I'm going to offer you something. Why wait till the end? Exactly. The price is $9.97 for this, this, this program. And the yeah. great, what you just thought, like said was in, in, in the flow of the whole seminar, you will just throw some bonuses. If you yeah. know, just throw some things in there. And yeah. think, now that I'm more into the online marketing, like the online strategies and, and, and seminar yeah. space, you can see it because in the beginning I was like, cool, I got free stuff. And then like, exactly. 
90 minutes or okay sh- okay cool shit exactly it's yeah. not seven for this this I, I it's cool but yeah you know and, and that's where a lot of times just being honest with people and upfront people love that just yeah. just being kind of um just being real with them and and a lot of people will say look i want to talk about like like my my specific um niche um my my audience is constantly going to webinars that are promising the world and then they they find out that they get um that in order to get even their foot in the water of that they they have to buy a program so they're nervous about webinars so i say well then that's a that's a roadblock that's coming that's a brick wall that you have to break down that's right up front so then establish that right up front and say hey guys um so at the end of this webinar like almost every other webinar there is going to be an offer to take things further however um with the information that I'm going to give you in this webinar today, you you don't have to do that. That's if you want to take it further. If you watch this webinar, it doesn't matter. You're going to get a ton of value anyway, a ton of actionable actionable steps you can take and advice. And if you decide you want to take it further, I'll talk to you that, about that at the end. But again, letting them know, look, there is an offer, but um, you are actually going to learn something with this webinar. And that's another thing that's changed is... Um, like I talk about how some people can't, they don't straddle the line between teaching too much and not teaching enough. Um, and. But where, where, where's like too much, like, or like too, too like, what's the, the fine line? So essentially like, like if you have um, a newer concept, then you have to do a lot more of the storytelling and stuff like that and, and break, you know, breaking false beliefs and stuff like that, like Russell Brunson's right. Um, when you're talking, if your market is, you know, digital marketers who already know what they're doing, um, and you're talking them through a new strategy, um, they're there, they're on the webinar. So they believe in you and what you're going to say. Um, so yes, there are authority points that you need to build up, but you don't need to have complete sections telling them, you know, trying to break down beliefs and build up new ones that, that this is, this is better. And you never actually go through what it is. Yeah. So in, in a lot of cases, showing them actual steps, actually teaching them. Right. And if you do it the right way, a lot of times, so especially people selling courses and stuff like that, teach them something valuable, right. Teach, teach them something that they can take action on. And then, you know, a lot of times, um, just, just, just let them know towards the end, you know, um, it's it's a famous uh, kind of close that Jason Flatterlin uses. He says, "Look, I'm I'm confident you can take everything that we that we went through that we learned here today and go out and, and get great results on your own. But what if there's another option? What if um, and and the way the way he words it? What if um, what if there's an option for us to take things further than we can in one webinar? Where I have I'm responsible for your success. I have an obligation to your outcome, right?" And, and you can work with me. How would that make things different from what you know now? Yeah. And if you've done it right, people are saying, well, well, yeah, what you just gave me was gold. And I do want to take things further. Um, but again, with certain things, you want to be careful not to give your entire, like if you have a new Facebook ad strategy, yeah. it, that's where it gets tough because you don't want to give them, you want to make sure that there's still more um, value in the course. Yeah, more afterwards. So you ha- I, I believe you have to teach. Um, again, I've reached out to people and they've, and, and talked to people and that have watched other webinars have said, Hey, I, I, you know, I, I, I hacked this webinar. What did you think about it? And some of the notes I made about the webinar, other people have said the exact same thing. They've been like, well, I mean, the content was great, but I, 
I left the webinar and I was like, well, I, I didn't actually like at the beginning, they talked about everything I'm going to learn and this and that. And then like at the end, I hadn't learned anything in order to learn. You had to, you had to pay. And, um, yeah, it's just like, like you said, like guys like Grant Cardone will say, look, I'm going to actually teach you stuff. You can go out and take action on right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to show you that I have 10 times that value in my program. And so you, you, you say, well, if this is what they're giving away for free and it's, and he told me it's just, it just scratches the surface. It goes so much deeper then yes, I want to take them up on the offer. Right. Um, but yeah, but by wasting people's time, people are busy these days. If you waste their time, you'll never get them back on another webinar. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's, or when you do, you won't get their full attention. And that's a big problem with webinars right now is a lot of people, um, they turn the webinar on, but they're doing other things. Yeah. So it's almost like they're, they're skimming a blog post looking for their answers. They're, when they're listening to their webinar, they're listening out of one ear and doing things on the, on the side. And they're just waiting for a piece to grab them. And then they say, oh, okay, I'll put that aside. Now let's watch. This is what I wanted to learn. So you need to write a webinar that creates engagement and keeps that in mind. Right. And and just to start wrapping things up, like what are the two killers of a webinar? Like I know you you, you talk about killers that can like essentially kill your sales, like kill your entire webinar funnel. So what are those especially? So, um, yeah, the two killers is essentially, like I've talked about them before are, are teaching too much and, and not teaching enough, right? That's one of them. Okay. Um, but again, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not not leaving people with real value is one of the killers. Like I said, it, yeah, you have to actually make it worth their time. Not what you think is worth their time, yeah. but what they think is worth their time, right? And and then again, not uh, yeah. There's like the the webinar killers kind of change all the time. It used to be as simple as, because again, webinars change and the market changes, our audiences change. So the, uh, I did a video a while back that said the two biggest webinar killers are, uh, and, and like I said, they're, you know, teaching too much and, and not teaching enough, right? Yeah. Um, but again, there's, once people have that, there's killers in where they have, their content's perfect, but they, they take 40 minutes to get into it. Yeah. And their target audience is, again, business owners. Like, they're busy. You know, a lot of people will, the amount of times people come to me and they say, I, uh, so I want a webinar that's, that's uh, an hour and 20 minutes. Like, well, what do you mean? A <laughs> webinar should be as, they're like, well, how long should it be? It's like, as long as it needs to be and no longer. Yeah. And your audience needs to be taken into account. If you're trying to get, you know, seven, seven figure CEOs on a, on a webinar, look, that's got to be 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. They don't they don't have an hour to talk to you. Right. You know, it's just like getting in front of them with a meeting. That's what it is. Um, and how much time do they have? Right. If you have a community and a tribe built around you and a following, you can take longer because you have a following. People know who they are. They enjoy you. They want to spend time with you on the webinar. Right. And again, you want to give them that feeling that they're, they're with you, not watching. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Awesome, man. Thank you for that. Um, just to wrap things up, where can people find you, especially the six-figure business formula and all the above for you? Yeah. So the six-figure business formula, essentially what I decided is um, I had a long thought about 
just taking all the resources. For me, I'm a big fan of creating worksheets and stuff like that that I can send to clients that get the information the right way and just frameworks that I make for myself that I can use to follow. And so I thought, well, this stuff's all sitting in a Google Drive folder for me to access when I'm working on projects. Um, I might as well make it available for people. And then um, I'm putting out content anyway, so I might as well work that kind of into into a program. And so um, I do have a six-figure business formula at sixfigurebusinessformula.com. That's where you can get more information about the program. Um, it launches on uh, on September 20th. Um, if you get access now, then it just gets dripped out as it goes. Um, starting at the beginning of September, it'll, it'll just get dripped out as it's, as it's being created. And, and it's not so much just a course or something like that. The reason I call it a program is because it's, it's ever-growing. And it's, it's basically my the resources I use and my brain in that program. So there are, you know, it'll be a constantly growing library of different resources and funnel templates, swipe files, and just videos of um, just stuff that I learned. Because again, you can learn digital marketing today and study one aspect of it. And in, you know, when you get to uh, like a year down the road, it's, it's going to be, there's going to be things to change. Right. Um, so they can you can get more information over at sixfigurebusinessformula.com and uh, also sixfigurebusinesspodcast.com is is my podcast and uh, this is, I talk about a lot of the same stuff over there too. Awesome and your personal uh, socials. Uh, so the, the nice thing is if you can figure out how to spell my last name Haberstock, uh, you can uh, it's the best name for branding because nobody has it. So I rank in Google right away. Oh. So if you if you look at uh, um, when I work with clients one-on-one, that's branded under Haberstock Funnels. Uh, so you can get more info at haberstockfunnels.com. But again, I'm on pretty much all the channels, YouTube, Facebook. Those are the main. And then uh, the other ones I'm on just because you should be on them, right? Yeah, yeah. But Facebook and YouTube mainly because, I, uh, again, I can provide longer-form value and content, right? So Awesome. Thank you for your time, man. Thank you for dropping so much value in here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Guys, there was a podcast for today. Make sure you follow this big cat, Mark Aberstock. I'll put all his socials and business formula uh, website in the descriptions, in the link on my website, all that. So follow this cat and see you guys on the next Sales Funnel Junkie podcast. Thank you, junkies. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Sales Funnel Junkie podcast. If you had any value from it, make sure you leave a five-star review and a written uh, review and make sure to share it with that one person or more uh, it will help me a lot and see you junkies on the next episode of the sales on a junkie podcast